This episode of the Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by WorldwideGolfShops.com. Be sure to go out to WorldwideGolfShops.com for all of your equipment, apparel, and accessory needs. They've even got training aids. They've got all the great stuff from all the brands that you hear on our podcast every week. So once again, that is WorldwideGolfShops.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You know where to find us on social media, at GolfUnfiltered. Send us your emails, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. You can also find us at thehackersparadise.com and on their mobile app. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify, uh, either on the Golf Unfiltered feed or over at the Hackers Paradise. And, of course, a little of our friends over at Cleveland and Srixon Golf. Now, an interesting thing happened before we get into today's guest. Uh, for those who follow along on social media, as well as those who may frequent the Hackers Paradise forums, you know that I had a bet recently, and I guess if you've listened to the podcast for the last few episodes, you know I had a bet recently with our uh, good friend JB, Josh Babbitt, over at the Hacker's Paradise, where a reader was able to take the one-length challenge. They played, a, uh, I think it was five rounds, and then a, a few range sessions with one-length irons from uh, Cobra Golf to see if they could make the switch from variable length irons. I was on one side where I am not a fan of one length irons. JB is on the other side, of course, and he won. So he now gets to pick my golf bag for next year. And not just the bag itself, but everything that goes into the bag, but it will remain within the family of Cleveland, Srixon, and Zegzio. And at the time of this recording, I do not know what that will be yet. So uh, excited, scared, anxious to see what's going to happen and what clubs I'll be playing throughout the 2020 season, but they will have those names on them. Today's guest is Mr. Paul Lytelt. He is from PC Golf Customs. He is a small business owner that I actually uh, connected with through a mutual, I guess you could say acquaintance, uh, that I actually bumped into playing golf one day. And Paul is in the Chicagoland area for work. He actually lives out in Indiana. He's a metal worker by trade, and what he does uh, on, I guess, his, his free time, much like what I do with this podcast, is he creates uh, ball markers. He creates divot repair tools. He does other golf-related things out of metal that are absolutely phenomenal. Now, if you've followed on social, as I mentioned before, you have seen pictures of the two ball markers. Paul was very generous to send me two ball markers custom-made for Golf Unfiltered, one featuring the GU Shield that you all know and love, and then the other, kind of a uh, custom design that he went with, uh, some lettering that spells out Golf Unfiltered, and you'll see pictures of both of those in the show notes as well as on our website. Uh, absolutely stunning work. I mean, this guy builds everything from hand, quite literally. He's not just stamping metal that is pre-pressed. He presses the metal, pours the metal, presses the metal, designs everything to the spec that I wanted or any of his customers wanted, and he is a true artist, and the reason I laugh is because Paul does not like to re- refer to himself that way, but he truly, truly is. And so uh, we go into a lot of conversation today about how he got started. You guys know I like talking to small business owners like this because there's just a uniqueness about their passion. Obviously, any business that's ever started ever started as a small business in some regard. 
And I just love the hustle that Paul has. I love the hustle that people like him have to bring their passions, to bring their art, in this case, to the rest of us. And it's always great to hear when someone's doing uh, good for themselves. It's, it's nice to hear success stories in this, in this arena. And so we go into all of that today in today's conversation. So sit back and relax. Uh, probably a pretty decent gift to buy your, uh, those last few people on your, uh, your shopping list if you didn't have the chance to get to them before the holiday. It's never too late, folks. You're going to be able to uh, go out to PCGolfCustoms.com and you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about with Paul. And we will be right back with Mr. Paul Letelt from PC Golf Customs. I know you love the game, even though it drives every single one of us crazy. Hi, this is Bill Hobson, and I host the Four Golfers Network podcast, where we celebrate golf in every way imaginable. You'll hear interviews with the biggest names in the sport, travel features, special contests, and we even take your calls. So after you listen to Adam and Golf Unfiltered, give us a try. Subscribe to the Four Golfers Network podcast. That's F-O-R-E on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and everywhere else podcasts are found. And welcome back, folks. As I mentioned at the top of the show, very excited to bring on another small business owner, Mr. Paul Lytelt. He is the brainchild. He is the... Uh, the man in charge over at PC Golf Customs. They are a handmade golf accessories company uh, that, Paul, you and I actually connected over Instagram. How are you this evening? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. And, you know, listeners, if you follow us at Golf Unfiltered and if you've seen our Twitter feed or our Instagram feed, you've seen the craftsmanship of Paul. He was kind enough to send me, uh, to custom make me two ball markers, and he sent them over to me not too long ago. They are absolutely fantastic, Paul. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you for doing that. That was very kind of you. I, I think they're fantastic. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. So before we get into your background, I understand that you met who was, I guess, a, a mutual friend of ours <laughs> uh, yeah. playing golf. And so uh, where did you run into uh, to, to that guy? Um, he He actually found me on Instagram, which that's where I do most of, you know, my custom orders. And, um, mm-hmm. he, he had a, he had a website and I was explaining to him about the, my new website. And he's like, Hey, have you, uh, have you heard of Adam over at golf and filter? And I was like, uh, no, I don't think so. He's like, well, you should give him a follow and, uh, I'll connect you two and see, see if you guys can't do something together and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, have a good conversation. That's awesome. And the guy we're talking about, I should say, because he's probably listening. Hi, Kelvin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Kelvin, he's a just a chance meeting. He and I, uh, so I went and played golf. Uh, as you know, I live near uh, Cog Hill here in Lamont. And uh-huh. I was just playing uh, solo one day on, on uh, Dub's Dread over there. And he just caught up, you know, to me uh, from playing behind me there. And we just started talking and I understood that he was out of town. And then we just connected on on uh, social media and then a few I guess maybe two months later he mentioned exactly what you just said that he ran into you he uh, thought I should check you out and I'm glad that I did because the craftsmanship that you showcase sir is is absolutely fantastic and on that point why don't you tell us a little bit about what PC Golf Customs is and how you got started in it all right uh, well you know it is as you described it it's a uh, handmade uh, golf accessories um, and when I say handmade I mean everything is is done by hand uh divot tools the ball markers when i'm cutting the blanks 
uh, using manual machinery that's been around since uh, the 40s, I believe it is. It's either 40s. It's, it's World War II era. Um, and, you know, I just I kind of believe in, in keeping everything done that way as far as not using too much technology to to achieve what I'm after. Because, mm-hmm. you know, our golf games aren't perfect. So I don't think the, the stuff that we should be toting around with us as we're out there, I think it should be as unique as we are, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the uh, kind of the theory behind this. But the way I got started in it is because my family owns a brass and aluminum foundry on the south side of Chicago here. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I spend all day working with metal, whether it's grinding, doing some, you know, drilling holes or, or cutting off or, or whatever, you know, I even pour the metal. So, you know, it's just kind of a part of my life. Golf is my obsession. So, mm-hmm. you know, I combine the two. And that's a, that's a smart move, sir. And, uh, you know, seeing the designs that you've already created on Instagram and folks, you can go and find Paul and PC golf customs at PC golf customs on both Facebook and Instagram. You know, it's always funny because I, I like to talk to people like yourself, especially local guys who get started. They've either got, you know, it's either their day job already, or in your case, it's, it's a family business and you're obviously got this connection with the game of golf. And so have you golfed for a long time? Is this something that you started later in life or, or maybe just a little background in your golf game? Yeah, I started, uh, well, probably a, a lot of people my age started around then is, was when Tiger was huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember watching him. I had never golfed before. And I'm about, I think, 12 or 14 years old around that. And I was like, well, this doesn't look that hard. <laughs> so i went out to a par three course here in hammond maybe you've heard of lost marsh oh yeah definitely yeah so i went out there to their little par three and and uh, uh it was not easy so you know just from there it was watching him and then you know i'm a competitive person in general and i grew up playing sports my whole life so once i got that little itch i, I it hasn't stopped since that's a good thing, and certainly, I mean, he hasn't stopped either. Uh, you know, no, obviously, no. And we're talking, uh, listeners. We're, we're actually recording this episode on day one of the Presidents Cup, and yeah. you know, it's I just, got it on here. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. <laughs> so you do a lot of your work. If I, uh, if your live Instagram uh, feeds are to be believed, you do most of your work just in your garage. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. And so you you are very open. You you are very engaging with your followers. You've developed a, a pretty decent following, and I hope that it grows because, you know, the, the work that you do, essentially, as you, desc- well, you describe it, I mean, it, you do, you mentioned a couple things. You mentioned ball markers, you mentioned divot repair tools. What other things that, uh, what are some of the other things that you actually create by, cu- you know, by hand, custom made for, for your customers? Yeah, I've done, um, you know, bag tags, too. They fit in into that category. And then uh, something cool that I don't do too many of, um, but they're, they're little, I call them cell phone stands. And the reason I started making them is because I needed something to prop my phone up on while I was stamping. Hmm. So I took a slab of copper and I put a bend in it and I started stamping some, you know, famous golf quotes on there. Uh, so there's, Oh, I did the golf quote. I did Arnold Palmer, uh, one of his quotes. And then I did the Ric Flair drip. (laughs) 
Awesome. The Ric Flair drip one, I really didn't want to let go of, but, you know, someone made me a pretty good offer. So I said, all right, I'll, I'll let go of this one. <laughs> I mean, just the natural progression from Arnold Palmer to, to Ric Flair drip. I mean, it just it fits like a glove. So, yeah. and, and you've got some unique designs, too. I mean, when we think of, like, divot repair tools, for example, you think of, like, the two-pronged divot repair tool plastic that we see everywhere. But you actually take a different spin on it. You have, like, the one one-pronged design, for example. Yeah, I've been doing my first one that I ever offered was actually a, a sand cast one prong. Um, and we made it at work. And a little something, a little background on, on my my family company is everything we do there is also very archaic. Like, you know, it's all handmade stuff. So when we got, have our guys making our molds, they're using their hands. It's not machinery operated, it's all, you know, manual. So when I say handmade, even when the cast stuff, it is still handmade. Hmm. So that's how I started. It was the one-prong cast. I'd never seen a one-prong before. And uh, I came across one uh, when I was visiting my friend down in Chillicothe, Ohio. And I was like, hey, this would be cooler in metal. So I took it home and I, I cast it. And I ground it up and I I stamped it. And uh, I was like, hey, you know what? There's probably some money in this. And at this point in time, I really hadn't had an Instagram. Uh, my wife, which was my girlfriend at the time, had one. She made me get it so she could tag me in pictures and stuff. <laughs> so I didn't know it was really even out there until, you know, you know, we have the stamps. I've had them around the shop since the 50s. So it's it just was kind of a, a, a weird thing to connect with. I love hearing that, too, because you know guys like yourself getting started out you didn't really have a an online presence at least in terms of social media and then you you discover the the benefits of having it when, when was that moment for you specifically as it pertains to the the things that you design um i'm trying to i you know i've been trying to think because last time when i was live you were on there and you asked me when i got started and i was trying to kind of remember those days um and I can't remember if I had seen people doing it on, you know, and like doing ball markers mm -hmm. uh, uh, before, but I must have. And I was like, well, you know what? If people are doing this, I can do this too. Let's see. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I first started, man, it was uh, it was rough. I'm not gonna lie. It <laughs> in, was, in what way? I mean, just not not noticing you, or, or how? Was no, it I mean just the work. Mm -hmm. I, I leave those pictures up so I could, you know. You know, if you scroll way back in my feed, you'll see the early days and you'll be like, whoa, no wonder it was rough. Uh, <laughs> but I leave those up there because I, it's part of my development as, you know, as a worker and mm -hmm. as as, you know, what I learned through doing this stuff. And as you have seen as well and listeners to this know, I mean, like the artisan upstart golf company making things by hand that is extremely popular right now and it is yeah. i'd imagine that you know someone like yourself who's skilled in what you do finding that opportunity right now at the time that you did that i mean that's pretty much a home run wouldn't you say yeah I was, yeah it's been it's been good i mean there's there's up and down times and you know it's it's like a normal business uh but it, it's really fun to connect with people and had some friendships develop out of this and and to see other people's creative ideas and be able to make them come to life it's really fun 
speaking of people you've connected with and listeners you can go to pcgolfcustoms.com to view uh, paul's website you've also connected with uh, tour players so i'm looking at your gallery for example i see ryan moore i see john rahm i see uh, kevin streelman and and kenny perry and others Uh, how did you get those connections was that something that you connected via social media or do you go to to tournaments to to kind of show your your stuff it's a little bit of everything. So um, my brother-in-law is is pretty well connected out in the golf scene in in Arizona, and uh, he has been a big part of helping me along here because he's connected me with you know not only tour players but with uh, country clubs out there and charities that I've worked with, and and he's been uh, essential in, in my exposure. So he's he's helped me a, a ton with meeting guys and getting my stuff in people's hands. And, and he was, uh, actually during the BMW, I had the chance to have dinner with Ryan Moore, hmm. and which was pretty cool. Cause he's about one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he gave some suggestions on, Hey, I, you know, I would, I love your stuff, but I like it a little more if it was smaller, it'd be easier to use. Cause guys complain about the bigger stuff. And mm-hmm. I said, well, that's no problem. I've got, I got what it takes to make them a little smaller and, and I'll get you some more over. So, you know, it, it, just talking with those guys and seeing what they like is, it's interesting too, because it's not the same as what a consumer wants. Well, that's interesting because on that point there, there are differences and, and Ryan Moore, you know, certainly as you know, a small business owner himself, as opposed to being a hell of a golfer, right. um, you know, it, it a little bit more on that point, you know. So, what are some of the differences that you've seen aside from just the size of the products you make that the, the tour pros that you've worked with have have requested? Well, um, one guy that I've I've worked with a decent amount is uh, Graham McDowell, and he found me through there hmm. through Instagram. And uh, so, every once in a while, I'll send him down a prototype thing to test out, and you know, he'll give me his feedback. So, I'm not sure how often these guys use songs and, and all that. So I noticed, you know, he, he told me, Hey, I'd like it to be smaller. I mm-hmm. like, I like mine smaller and lighter. And then I was watching the century tournament of champions in Hawaii. And, uh, I noticed DJ was using a, a golf tee. And I was like, well, why is he using a golf tee? Cause <laughs> like, why does everyone carry a two prong that weighs, you know, half a pound when he's using a golf tee? Right. So at the time I was making um, these racks for the collectors that buy from me, and I had some excess metal from from them, and I was like, you know, this is about the length of a golf tee. I'm going to grind this into the shape and see if this doesn't work. And that became one of my biggest products, and that's all because of talking to Graham McDowell saying, hey, I want this thing smaller. Can hmm. you make it smaller? And those are the toothpick designs I'm seeing on your website. Yeah. Yep, exactly, and they've, they've been very popular. Um, I think people are starting to see the the usefulness and, and the fact that you don't want to carry around five pounds of change in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, and, and now that you mention it, I mean, I that, if I forget to put my divot repair tool in my pocket, and I always have a tee on me, and so I, I have also used tees to fix divot, uh, you know, divots in the green. And so, yeah. you know, I, I can't think of another brand or another company that makes something specifically like that, which is something that you picked up on. And, and as you just described, you, you're meeting the need of the customers that perhaps they didn't even know they wanted. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think that is one example of of that because you know in the golf world it's pretty hard to to stay original. There's so many people out there with creative ideas and and everybody's doing their own thing and you know you'll run into similar and there are you know smaller one prongs out there but there's not quite anything like the toothpick where you can customize it. You know, I could stamp on all four sides of it and uh, you know the finishing that I do on there is, is pretty unique. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good offering for people that are, are looking for something simple to carry, uh, but still want it to be cool. Something that I always like to talk to, uh, you know, upstarts like yourself is just about the the reception from your peers. Now, I'm sure that there are other, as well, of course, there are other golf accessory brands out there. I don't know how many of them are handmade, much to the degree that you make, but clearly we're a pretty close-knit group us folks in this golf industry one way or another uh, how has reception been have you gotten support from other brands uh, how has that uh, felt yeah you get uh you get a little bit all you know it's just it's very similar to just normal social interactions right so you'll get guys that are very supportive you'll get guys that are wanting information from you you get guys that that follow you just to see what you're doing you get guys that see what you're doing or like hey man would you like to work together Hmm. So uh, a couple examples of guys that I'm, I'm going to be working with here soon is Micron Milt, who does some incredible machine work, and he does these really, really amazing inlays with wood and, and metal. I mean, he's just, he's got to be the best at it. Hmm. And, and uh, Corey Paul Functional Art, who is doing a great job out in New York stamping wedges and and finishes on there and polishing them and torching them i mean he's he's an artist man he's real good at what he does so um you know it's kind of a mixed bag you get you get the guys that you want to talk to and you got the guys out there that's like okay yeah that's cool but i'm gonna stick to what i do and you know Mm -hmm. well i would say you're an artist yourself i mean let's not sell yourself short here here paul i mean you do some pretty damn good work I, uh, I, that's funny because I had, uh, I was out golfing with a couple of my customers over the summer around the 4th of July and we got on a similar conversation. I was like, guys, I don't, I don't want you to call me an artist because I don't see myself as an artist. I, I like to see myself more as like, you know, a blue collar guy, just, you know, I, I'm just doing what I like mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to, you know, step out of my boundaries or, you know, not trying to to do anything out of my means it's just i love doing this you know i don't have to but Mm -hmm. i love doing it so it's you know i told him to say hey just call me a craftsman maybe but (laughs) maybe not artist (laughs) well fair enough well listeners there you go don't call paul an artist call him a craftsman (laughs) you can call me whatever you want (laughs) so i want to talk a little bit about just the different types of of um you know products you've put together as well as the customer experience you know working closely with you Obviously, you were making something custom for me. You were kind enough to actually make two different designs for me, and it was very interactive. When somebody orders something from PC Golf Customs, is that the same level of engagement that a customer can expect? Yeah, for sure, because I need to, you know, some guys will say, hey, just, you know, have at it and surprise me. And some guys will say that, but will kind of, you know, give you guidelines. And and what I like to do is kind of feel out the guy and, and you get that a lot from the way they're describing what they want. So um, 
if I need to, I'll talk somebody through the entire process and I'll, you know, I'll show them, hey, this is it painted versus not painted. And, you know, it's extra work for me and extra time. But, you know, in the end, I want them to get something they're really happy with. You know, they work hard for their money and mm-hmm. they're, they're choosing me to, to make something for them. And, you know, my stuff is not, it's not exactly cheap, but I, I try to be fairly priced and, and get paid for the time that I put into stuff. So, yeah, it's a real interactive, and that's probably why I have a lot of friends that are customers now, because you develop a rapport with these guys, and you, you need to learn what they want, and you need to learn what they like and what's in their mind, and, and the only way to do that is by talking to them. That's right, and you know, you're you're being modest. I mean, it's, it, and which is, I mean, you do great work, and I've said that a few times. And you know, listeners, again, go out to pcgolfcustoms.com to take a look at the gallery, to take a look at what Paul has available in his shop right now. But that's that's not to suggest that they're limited to only that. I mean, they can contact you obviously for for custom jobs as well. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, and that's one thing that um, I'm having a, a tough time figuring out how to get through on my website is like a custom product that people can go and and just straight up customize on the site but that's difficult because you know you have to talk to people and you have to find out what they want and, and say hey you know take a look at my uh, my previous work and send me a picture of what you have in mind and you know what i mean so it's mm-hmm. it's real difficult to just do that straight up through the site and i don't i'm not like a, i'm not a real technical savvy guy i'm not big mm-hmm. on that's why Instagram's a little bit tough for me because I, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not the influencer type. I'm kind of more just put it out there and see what people think. Sure. So, um, I'd rather interact with people as opposed to just kind of, hey, go to my site and then I'll send it to you in a couple weeks. Well, I think a lot of people appreciate that. I mean, I know I do. I know that, you know, when we talk about social media marketing, which we do a lot on this podcast, you know, it's you get kind of both worlds that you touched on. You've got the influencer types that are out there just to show how great they are. And, and I don't mean that in a derogatory me, uh, manner in any way, but uh, you know, there's, they're approaching social media in a different way as opposed to someone like yourself. Uh, and even me to a degree, I would, I would guess where you want to show what you can do. You want to show the experiences that you have and say, Hey, I can actually provide this service to you or in your case, this product. And so, right. you know, on that end too, you know, the first thing that popped to my mind when I saw what you can do is, you know, uh, bachelor party gifts or groomsmen <laughs> gifts. I mean, do you, do you do a lot of bulk orders like that? I do. Yeah, I just uh, finished up one where they had a custom stamp made, actually. So um, but that was pretty cool. But, yeah, I do, you know, like go- the golf trip guys are, you know, they seem to be a little more serious about about what they want and they're super fun to do because you know these guys are all pumped up for these trips and to be like a little part of that you know the little added bonus to their trip they get this cool piece of you know metal that they can mark their ball with it's pretty cool so yeah i get a lot of that but mostly golf trips Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to get into some country clubs and get into some pro shops because i think they'd be a great fit um and i would love to work with them Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, that was really my next question: is if you've had the chance to interact with any courses or clubs, have, have, have any shown interest up to this point? Yeah, I, I'm sure you've played Harborside, right? I've actually, I've actually not. <laughs> that was, oh man! I know. Every time I say that, people have the same reaction. I need. That's one of my goals in 2020 is to get out there. But but they've reached out to you. 
Uh, yeah, I've actually become um, uh, buddies with the, the pro there, Lane, who's a really, really nice guy. Um, man, we should get out there together this spring. <laughs> we should, man, totally. Yeah. I, I I need to get out there. I don't know why. I have no excuse. I'm just a, a horrible Chicagoan. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good out there, dude. But, yeah, um, you know, I actually approached him with it because um, I took a lesson from him uh, two years ago. And, he, you know, it was He's real easy to talk to, and he's like, so what do you do for work? And I was like, I actually work just up the street here at a brass aluminum foundry. And he's like, really? Because I got an idea for um, a training aid, a club training aid. Do you think you could help me out? I was like, yeah, I'll take care of you. Hmm. So we ended up doing a casting for him, and he's got it glued into a shaft, and he still uses it. And uh, we actually did work for them as the foundry in the past. We did some anchors for him. Um, nice. But we developed a relationship you know, from, from that. And I, I approached him and I said, Hey man, this is what I've been doing. And this is back when I first started. So he's got one of my original, original pieces that I customized for him. And he's, I said, Hey man, throw that away. Like, no, this is, I'm not losing this one. <laughs> so, um, I got a, a custom stamp made and, um, you know, you can get them in their pro shop now. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's yeah. fantastic. So let's talk about your operation. I mean, it, is it yourself? Is it yourself and your wife? I mean, how many, I guess, quote unquote, employees do you have? <laughs> yeah, it's really just me and, and my wife does the shipping for me, which is a huge help. Nice. So yeah, I'll you know, and she'll give me ideas, and she's she's got a a good eye for um, something that's going to look nice. Um, so I'll go to her for for some design ideas or you know like logo thoughts and. And she, I mean, she's really fantastic the way she helps me with the shipping though. And she gives me the space to go and work. Cause you know, a lot of, a lot of nights I'm, I'm putting in, I do 10 hours a day at work and then I come home and I'll put five to six hours in, in the garage. Wow. And I'll be going to bed at, you know, midnight or whatever. And, and she'll be, you know, she's cool with it. She's, she's supportive, which is great. That is great and and incredibly rare. You know, I've I've I've, yeah. I've learned over the time. I mean, my wife does the same. I mean, she's she allows me to do stuff like this, talk to people like yourself. You know, I as listeners know, have my own day job, and it's not something I do full time. You know, this podcast isn't. So it's it's it really is nice to hear that. Uh, you know, there's there's arrangements like that. There's agreements like that because we all kind of need our own thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I have golf, and then I have metal work. So I have two things. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good combination. That. <laughs> that's a good combination. So I know, obviously, you know, you're still for the most part getting started out. I know you had mentioned that you know this isn't something that you're currently doing full time. But what are your your long term goals here? I mean, is this just kind of one of those? Let's see where it goes, or do you have something in mind bigger than than what you're currently doing? Yeah, see, that's something I, I grapple with back and forth. And, and when we first talked about doing this, it's actually something I've been, I've, I've figured you're probably going to ask me something along these lines. <laughs> and I really, I haven't come up with an answer because in the end, I'm most, uh, God willing that the foundry continues for another 20, 30 years. My brother and I will be taking over the foundry. So, um, you know, do I see the company continuing there? I hope. I hope so. The golf company continuing through that, mm-hmm. um, but it might take a different a different turn. You know, I just I don't have plans right now. I'm just kind of enjoying the work I'm doing. Mm-hmm. If I stop enjoying it, I I think I'll just stop doing it. Amen to that. I I literally said the same thing about 
this, you know, what I do. So I don't create what you create, you know, but I always, uh, I remember having conversations with my wife saying, you know, if I ever got to a point where this felt more like a job than my actual job, I would stop doing it. And so it's encouraging to hear that you had a similar, similar thought. And I think that's fine. I think it's fine what you're doing. You're obviously doing pretty well. Well, thank you. Yeah. And you know, it's, you know, some people ask me, well, is it just a hobby? It's like, well, no, it's not a hobby because, you know, I'm, I'm doing business and I have, you know, this is a legitimate business, it's an LLC, and and it's not just a hobby. But that doesn't mean I have to treat it more serious than a hobby. You right. know, I don't have to take this so serious to the point where it's not fun. No, that, that's the important thing is to always enjoy it continue to do it and, and it shows in the work man i mean it's it's absolutely fantastic and listeners you'll see in the show notes for this and in the, in the blog post that accompanies this episode you'll put the pictures of the two ball markers that paul created for me and paul you know i i love talking to guys like yourself i'm sure we will meet up soon i will take you up on that offer <laughs> yeah for sure to go to harborside um not me I appreciate that. Uh, So once again, listeners, we're talking to Mr. Paul uh, Littell. He is over at PC Golf Customs. You can find his website, pcgolfcustoms.com. You can also find him all over Facebook and Instagram at PC Golf Customs. And last but not least, you can reach him via email. Do you do a lot of of, uh, business via email? Do a lot of people reach out to you? Yeah, um, I'd say probably 30%. I'd say 60% is Instagram. And then, you know, Facebook and, and referrals mm-hmm. are the other, you know, make up the other. Word of but, mouth is best, you know. Um, I'll <laughs> tell you what, that, that's what my wife and I were just talking about yesterday is I've, I've been fortunate to have some customers that will buy my stuff just to give to their friends. And that word of mouth is, is so important. So when people post your, your work and repost you or tag you, I mean, that stuff just means the world to a little guy like me <laughs> well it means a lot to a lot of guys believe me <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and that email address i forgot to mention is pcgc at pcgolfcustoms.com so listeners uh once again mr paul Latell, paul this has been a great conversation i wish you nothing but the best we will definitely do this again and uh, i'm excited to see what other designs you are, are going to put up on instagram thanks man i really appreciate you having me on here to uh you know talk what I have to talk about. 